We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. There is so much happening. Every time I open up a newspaper, no matter what newspaper it is, and they're talking about the arts, there is so much going on. I am so excited to introduce to some and present to others Mary Chesfold. She is popularly popularly known as Mary T at Crooners. In fact, she is the the owner um, of, of Crooners, and she is joining us to talk about songs for Ukraine. It is a Benefit concert next Wednesday on March 30th. Welcome, Mary T. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm so appreciative of being on your show and actually talking a little bit about what's happening in Ukraine, although I'm sure everybody is following the news, but also what we're going to have happen on Wednesday, and we're going to just try to make a difference in the lives of people and also for the people who decide to give. Um, It'll be a great experience. One thing about you is that you give a lot, and I know that probably embarrasses you, but it's the truth. And when you say, okay, we have to help the people of Ukraine, tell me what the response was from all of the artists that you wanted to be a part of it, as well as your audience. So what happened is we had a show uh, one Sunday about two, three weeks ago, maybe two, and my friend Diana Oleska-Lubik, who is from Ukraine and her husband's from Ukraine, came over and said, you know, we need to do something. And I said, okay, well, we, we can do something. And then I thought about all the talent, all the talent that performs at Crooners and the space that we have. And so we got together and decided that we were going to put together this, um, this song, the performers who want to come and perform. Uh, it's going to be a three-hour festival and all the ticket money. And then we have some other ideas as well to raise money. All the ticket money will go to two local organizations, and they are organizations which are located in Minnesota who already have feet on the ground. That was really important. Um, A lot of people are planning things, but there are people who are currently on the ground making a difference. Um, So that was the genesis of it. Okay, so the two um, organizations, a lot of Americans, especially in Minnesota, want to know who are the people that are benefiting from this. Of course, ALIGHT, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, right. formerly the American Refugee uh, Committee, um, is, is one of the sponsors for its rapid response team in Poland, providing transport, medical supplies, and shelter to refugees arriving in Poland. And then there's a second one. Tell us all about the Ukrainian American Community Center. Okay, I'll tell you that in just a minute, but also a light um, is in actually Ukraine. And some of the things that they're doing is that they're sending free dried plasma transfusion kits 
and oh. wound dressing because medical medical clinics, hospitals, you know, they're being targeted by the Russians. That's right. And so Isn't they're doing amazing? inside. Yes, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ukrainian-American Community Center, wow, what a difference they're making. They're called Aid for Ukraine. All the money they're raising, 100% of it goes to uh, uh, their work. They're, they're, con- they're connecting with local nonprofits who are already in um, Ukraine and Poland and Hungary, just like Alight is doing. But they're mm-hmm. doing like medical supplies and equipment uh, for facilities, uh, like wound. Uh, we forget how many people are damaged in residential areas. And, um, uh, and then also personal protective gear for the doctors, the nurses, all the people who are trying to uh, get out there and save people and work with people. And then just general aid for refugees. Both these groups are helping people. You know, people are coming across the border 24 hours a day. It's winter over there. So you just mm-hmm. think about it. Tents, blankets, mittens, gloves. I mean, the, it's endless what the you know, need is. It's so true. And uh, Americans, we have a way of, of donating. We want to make sure that um, those democracies know that they have our support. Do you feel as though um, Ukraine is really excited about how invested we are in, as well as um, raising money or sending food uh, over to the country or trying to make sure that the people that need it get what they need? Well, I think that uh, we've had an incredible response from the Ukrainian community here being very thankful because they have relatives, they have friends who are over there. Um, And so I would say yes. And I have been so um, thrilled. So we put this up online two hours later, we had sold 51 tickets to this event. And within two days, we were totally sold out of the 140, 150 tickets that fit in the main stage. So what we decided to do then was to live stream it and we're going to live stream it for free and we'll have some donate um, tabs on the live streaming. So people can either uh, do a general donation or they can uh, donate to the Ukrainian American Community Center or they can donate directly to ALIGHT. So people have lots of ways and we're going to try to do some other things within crooners to raise money that night as well. Yeah, and I must. Yeah, I must reiterate: one hundred percent, one hundred percent of ticket revenue is being donated to these two organizations. Again, it's a light um, for its rapid response team in Poland, providing transport, medical supplies, and shelter to refugees arriving in Poland. And then, of course, the second would be Ukrainian American Community Center um, on three hundred one Main Street Northeast, I believe, in Saint Paul. Am I correct with that? No, it's Minneapolis. It's it is Minneapolis. Okay, and so the center is directing donations to four military hospitals serving wounded soldiers and to humanitarian workers assisting displaced families. I reiterate that because it's so important that people know that these are organizations they can trust. That's really important to us as Americans. Very important. Right. So to know that you're. There are other organizations like uh, uh, Mercy Corps and the World Central Kitchen, but I thought that it was really important to work with organizations who are located here in Minnesota. Well, I appreciate that you are doing this. This is so exciting. You um, will live stream the concert again for free. Um, And, of course, it will be the same. um, So uh, let me get it right. 
is it is there a cost to live stream it? If you're going to live stream it, no. do people have to pay a cost? But they can no. still donate. Yes, there will be some donate buttons there. Um, so we're hoping that people will donate um, either directly to these two organizations or there's an, also a general donate button. But all of that, 100%, will go directly to these two organizations. And like I say, I think we're going to have some Ukrainian food, and so the money from that will go to um, these two groups as well. Um, there's some uh, postcards of, uh, of sunflowers, which is the national um, flower of Ukraine that we'll be selling and all those proceeds will go. So we're hoping to uh, make it a, a success. And and then if we do, if we feel like this is a good venue, um, then we'll do it again probably the first week uh, in September when when our tent opens up. But you know the well, this is so exciting. Oh, I, I wish I had time I to it? mention all of them, but it's 50. 50 Twin City singers and musicians will join forces on Wednesday, March 30th to help war ravage Ukraine. So if you want more yep. information, uh, we're going to give you the website that they prefer. <laughs> when I read that, I got tickled. It's croonersmn.com. Again, that's crooners with an S. Croonersmn.com, and there'll be, it'll pop up, and you push it, and you'll see... Uh, some photos of the people who are performing, including yourself. Don't right. I'm excited about being. Yeah, I will be there for sure. There's an Agme big band featuring. I wish we yeah. had more time, Mary T, but you you and I know how to talk a whole lot when we get together. So thank you for, for doing what you're doing for Ukraine. And I'm so grateful for all of the musicians that are taking part in this as well. Me you too. take good care thank of yourself. You, I'll see you, you soon. Wednesday. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, don't forget, all you have to do is go to either website, croonersmn.com or either croonerslounge.com. There you go. We'll be back. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That is the music, the musician, the the woman who is singing the scats. Oh, my goodness. I looked up so many videos of her. I feel like I know her. It's French-born, New Orleans-based jazz singer, Cyril Amy, and she makes her debut at the Dakota on Friday, April 1st. She's the winner of the Sarah Vaughan International Jazz Competition and Montreal Jazz Fest Competition and nominated for a Grammy. She's received rave reviews all over the world and is highly regarded as the top scat singer on the scene today, touring in support of her 2021 release, Petite Fleur, uh, recorded with Adonis Rose and the New Orleans Jazz Orchestra. She will be headed to Chicago, New York, and Europe later this spring, but you do not want to miss Cyril Ami at the Dakota on April 1st. Welcome to WCCL, Cyril Ami. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Am I um, uh, saying your name correctly? 
totally. Excellent, excellent. Okay, first of all, I read so much about you. You have just um, had a remarkable career, uh, moving quite fast up the ladder. David Foster and so many others have complimented you, worked with you, uh, and said, look, you know, this is this is uh, someone like an Ella Fitzgerald. Does that embarrass you, or does it make you feel really special? I mean, she taught me everything I know, so of course it doesn't embarrass me. So as you look forward, what else do you want to do with your voice? Um, some of the songs that I had a chance to hear, I, the, the various textures that you use in your voice is really quite remarkable. I enjoyed every one of them, whether you were singing with a band, whether you were singing in a studio, it didn't matter. You have so many um, interesting uh, pieces to your voice. Tell us how you came to this particular place with your voice and are you satisfied there or are you looking at even working harder on your voice to change it and make it even better? I mean, the... the um... The thing about artists is that we are never satisfied. You so know, true. I can't get no satisfaction. I think that song is about that. Uh, we're always <laughs> learning and growing. And, yeah, I definitely am always looking for a new challenge and um, and uh, to go places where I haven't been with my music. When you say go places that you haven't been with your music, jazz, of course, is really important to you. But if I'm not mistaken, you have also recorded some of the American Songbook. Do I have that correct? Yeah, the American Songbook, also French songs, uh, Latin music, Brazilian music. Um, I have about 14 records, so I, I kind of did a little bit of everything. I did also a um, tribute record to Stephen Sondheim. Um so, yeah, I'm interested in a lot of different things. So with all of the differences that you make in your voice and your music, what can we expect at the Dakota on April 1st? In the Dakota, I'll be with a really awesome band from a local band here from New Orleans. So it's just going to be very groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Very groovy. I'm from that generation. I understand that. I want to come so bad um, to hear you on April 1st. I don't want anyone to miss it at all. Is there a favorite song that you're going to sing that night uh, to really let Minnesotans know how special the music is to you? Um, You know, it's hard to pick a favorite song. You know, I mean, I'm going to play songs from a little bit of a, a lot of different albums, you know, Um. Live Alone and Like It is one that I'm really looking forward to play. Uh, but it's really, we kind of decide on the songs when we're in the backstage and we feel out how we're feeling that day. Mm. A lot of musicians do that because once we feel it, then we know we are at the right point. We know this is what we should do because you feel it. That's what the music is all about, right? Mm -hmm. So as you, as you come, do you play an instrument, by the way? Um, yeah, I play a little bit of... Um, Baritone ukulele. Baritone ukulele, the happiest instrument in the world, I think, is the ukulele. <laughs> Will you be bringing yeah. that with you for the Dakota show? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Also, do you have any backup singers that you ever work with, whether you were in France or in the here at home or, um, you know, any place that you go to tour? Man, you know, I would love to do that. I would love to. That's on my next project. I haven't really gotten around to playing with back backup singers yet. <laughs>
Well, you've got to do it because I can just hear it with your music. I, I don't think you have to do it. I love the music that you are uh, performing and writing. I love it. Um, and when it comes to writing, that is not an easy task for a lot of musicians. For, for you, the songs flow so beautifully. It seems as though those songs that are original are the ones that really flow so well for you. Do you agree? Yeah, and um, I've been working on that more and more. I actually just wrote a song before you called me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of on my on my. That's that's you know when I said I'm I'm going to, I like challenges. This is my biggest challenge, and that's what I want to do more of. Can you give us just a little tiny bit of the new song? Um. Well, it's, I just wrote it, so okay, it's really Okay, dry. no problem. I'm patient. Go. Well, it doesn't rain. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I just love it, Cirilla Me. Awesome. Okay, so hopefully you'll have that ready for April 1st because we'd love to hear it right here in the great state of Minnesota. We are looking forward to you coming and can't wait to meet you. I'm going to do my best to get there uh, that night of April 1st. I don't know if I can make it, Cyril Emmy, but thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you. Blessings to you, honey. Have a great show. <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, again, her name is Cyril Emmy. And um, she is from France, and I wonder, I should have asked her if she speaks other languages, but boy, do I love hearing her speak and sing in French. It is just so beautiful. All right, everyone, we're going to have to take a break, and then, of course, uh, we'll do a little bit of weather and um, at 9.33, Rohan Preston from the Star Tribune will be joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about that incredible piece that's at the Penumbra Theater. It has been extended now. It's called Thurgood. Of course, it's all about Thurgood Marshall. And then, of course, at the Guthrie Theater, The Tempest. We're going to also talk to Rohan Preston about it. I'm so excited that he is back on with us starting tonight. So, yay for us. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. I am so excited to have Rohan Preston join us again here at WCCO. Of course, he is the lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. And, of course, you know his work. You've read some of his articles. If you have not, go to Rohan Preston at StarTribune.com. If I don't have that right, he will correct me right now. Welcome back, Ro. You are right. You're absolutely right. You are never wrong. You're, you're yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can live with that overnight. No way. Okay. First of all, welcome back. I have missed you. I hope you've missed being on with us. I have totally missed you. And it's, it's interesting because now the season is um, picking up such steam. And um, I'm watching the Oscars right now. And it was interesting right. because they are without masks. And it's like, wow, this is like almost like a pre-pandemic thing. And I think something really crazy just happened at the Oscars. Okay, think, was it was it the deaf person? No, no. I think Will Smith slapped Chris Rock for wheel. Chris Rock he made a what? joke. Yes, Chris Rock made a joke about, uh, and the, I think he called um, Jada. 
you know, a joke that referenced Jada, and I don't know. And she took offense to it, and Will got up and slapped Chris Rock. He slapped him on the Oscars? You're hearing about it tomorrow. Oh, my goodness. How did the audience respond? Well, I think people are confused, but... but but the, and, and what happened is that so they beeped out or, or the sound went dead for quite a bit. Um, and then they showed Will back at his desk, at his chair. Um, and I'm not not a lip reader, but I could tell you that he was using some very colorful language. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Talking about his wife for real? Yeah. It's like an, Why would Chris it's, Rock go that far? Did they plan it? Do well, you think that was planned? I don't know. I don't I don't think so because I think he made a joke and, and Jada, other people are laughing at various jokes, but Jada was very, um, you know, was um, was not amused in any way um mm, mm, and so so it's it literally just happened a few few moments ago so um so i'm still in that place you know yeah and that'll be everywhere tonight and tomorrow absolutely that's what people you know the numbers for the oscars has been going down nearly every year for the last four years and yeah. you know a lot of people just aren't interested in all of these um, award ceremonies, particularly the Oscars. It used to be number one for the longest time. I know, I know. So was it um, was it a big audience tonight? Oh, it's a huge. It, well, I don't know in terms of. I mean, the the the, the uh, metrics, um, but but what they had, and it's not a huge audience there. Um, but I think this is going to generate a ton of interest, and I right. and, and so. Your question was, it was a planned or staged. I can't believe it would be, but I don't know, you know? Oh, it sounds like something they would do to get people back on. You know what I mean? Oh, it's that okay. important I'm sorry. to them. I so. in, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt this. I'm, I'm looking at this right now. Twitter, of course, is going to be buzzing about this, and they have the clip from ABC. So, uh, C.J. Fogel, I believe, from the uh, – I've seen the name. I think he's from Star Tribune. But mm -hmm. this looks real. This looks does, very real. Chris, and Chris was, was um, he lost his rhythm after that. He lost his step after that. Yeah, well, they, thank you. I'm, I'm really glad you, you jumped in here because, you know, it's so weird, um, you know. I'll say this. They, they cut. It looks like they cut back to Will Smith after he went back to his seat. He walked on stage, slapped him, then walked back to his seat. And then you see Will Smith yelling at him and yes. Lupita Nyong'o. From the audience? From the audience? From the audience. Yes. Lupita Nyong'o is sitting next to him, and she has one of the most uncomfortable looks you will ever see. Who starts a fight at the Oscars? But if you're talking about somebody's spouse, somebody's yeah. going to get hit. Come on now. That's, yeah. that's like a sin. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. I think this is huge, and I hate to see it, um, but <laughs> but I, you know, because I hate to see adults behaving that way. Um, but it's 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 pretty crazy. I, I have to say. I mean, I, I I I it has to be real. I agree with you because um, Chris Rock lost his step, and then. In the lip reading. I don't know. Did you were you able to when you saw the video of him? 
back there? Did you have was, a sense? I, that I you, couldn't hear it. Uh, there was basically yeah, it was keep, keep my it wife's. Either. It was basically keep my wife's name out of your new, you know what mouth. Right? Yeah, I, and, that's exactly what I saw. That's exactly okay. what I saw. And and oh, they yeah. have someone has taken, I guess, stills of photos of a bunch of people at the Oscar ceremony, and there's a lot of stunned faces. I'm seeing The Rock. I'm seeing Meryl Streep. I'm seeing. Uh, it looks like John Legend, Selma Hayek. Wow, I don't know what to I- say about this. I have to say that one of our superstars here at CCO, Henry Lake, wrote and said everything, uh, everybody thinks it's real on on Twitter even. So now you know if Twitter is involved, you're going to have so many responses. They're going to be talking about this on the news tomorrow, local, national, you name it. Uh, wow, yeah. incredible. I, I don't know. What do you say about that, Rohan? If you're writing about it tomorrow, will you give your opinion of that? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, I'm like literally um, in the wake of it right now. Um, I mean, I would probably just give the evidence of it and talk about it, um, uh, about what happened. And, and perhaps there is some history there. Um, there's bad blood. Maybe. I don't know. We, <clears throat> I, I'd want to have as much context as possible. It, it seemed it didn't. I, I wondered if it merited. I don't think it merited that, but there may be there may be more things going on than we know. You know, this sounds like a you know something that's been happening all along. Maybe this yeah. started a week ago or something, or maybe a month ago. But obviously, Will Smith was terribly. Uh, offended, and so was his wife, and so he reacted to it. Now, a lot of husbands would react to that and slap some folk. Oh, I, Seriously, I totally understand that. I mean, I mean, there, there's faith, and there's you know the, protecting your 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 family, and I, I understand that. I I I don't I I don't know though. I mean, I don't. I this this is this seems. I I don't know if. if um, if if Will overreacted um, or if it's the last straw, do you know what I mean? You know, this has been our fears, though. I, I know it's been my fear is that we're we're getting to the point where we have certain award ceremonies like the Grammy ceremonies, and it's not even shocking when somebody gets up on stage and acts a fool. It's not even shocking anymore. But the Oscars has been that one award show that just right. has the right uh, sensitivity. They know not to go that far, even if the hosts are just boring and terrible. But so to know that he did this, I'm like, wow, how could this have happened? Can we get, he could have said something oh, from so the audience someone, that nobody someone, else heard, you know? Someone just wrote that um, the, the joke had uh, something to do with um, alopecia, and, and Jada has alopecia, so, so that was over the line. I don't know if that's true, but uh, that's uh, one of the comments I just saw, you know? Good lord! Yeah. Uh, so you're on Twitter, I see. What, okay. One, one quick, one quick thing. Actually, two quick things about yeah. this. Number one, there's they still haven't selected best actor yet. So what if he wins? Because he's the fav- Will Smith is the favorite to win best actor. What happens if he has to go back up on that stage and make a speech? The second thing is, and I referred to this earlier, Geraldine, about another topic. There's a point where someone might have to slap the taste out of somebody's mouth. Apparently, Will Smith reached that point. And I don't, I, you know, that's the bottom line. It is. I don't mean to laugh here. <laughs> I don't even mean to laugh, but it's kind of funny, you know. 
It's not funny to me. Um, I think that we go too far. And once we allow it to happen to one big, like the four big award shows, once we allow it to happen, once it's going to happen over and over again, people are going to want whatever press they can get, no matter how ugly it is or how beautiful it is. Yeah. Right? So this this is going to... Right. Yeah, it's going to be out there for a while. That's for sure. And I'm really sick about it. I'm sick about it. Why in the world did it go this far? And Chris... Why would you go that far? He knew better. He knows better. Yeah. Why would you go I, that I, far? I, I agree. I agree. I totally, totally agree. I mean, you know, part of I and I, I part of the thing is, I mean, we love our comedians, right? Because they they are truth tellers, but they also know what the boundaries are, you know. And it, and you know, they personal attacks like that. If if that's the case, you know, oof. Wow, he smacked him. Although in my heart, there's a piece of me that says, okay, it was always coming. That was, you know, because Chris will say some stuff, y'all. Come on. It's three black people on the radio right now together. Y'all know. You know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's goodness. all I have to say about that. By the way, that. we do have that's another guest that's going to be coming we on do, soon. We do. We do. Okay. completely sidetracked. I know, but I know. we have to. Um, know, but but this is news so, we need to talk so about. Immediate. It's important. Well, um, it's immediate. So, Yes, it was so immediate. And talk about comedians. Um, so Michael Che was here on Thursday and Friday. Yes, uh, yes. Yesterday. So I actually went to see him in an audience of like um, 50 people. Angela and I went and on Friday night at a hair salon, he tried out material. Some of it was hysterical and some of, you know, some of it didn't didn't go. But the big news that he broke there is that He's leaving SNL after this season, his eighth season. Oh. And so we have that in the, the Star Tribune broke that news um, nationally, you know. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations on getting that scoop. And, of course, seeing this on television tonight. Oh, my gosh. I can't oh wait to read God. what you're going to write about it. I can't wait. Oh. Now, very quickly, before I let you go, Thurgood Marshall, I'm sorry, Thurgood at Penumbra, it's all about Thurgood Marshall, has been extended until what date? It's, um, I believe it's April 10, um, April 10, yes. It's extended okay. through April, um, and um, the actor playing it, um, uh, Lester Purry, does an amazing job, and it's an insight. Director Lou Bellamy staged this show. It's, it, it offers for me a, a, an insight because I've seen this show. It's a one-person show of Thurgood Marshall, and, and what, what distinguishes this production is um, he has a lot of joy and happiness, and he's a victor, not a victim. So even though it's, 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 it's full of really challenging things that he did in his life, but also his victories in terms of uh, overturn, you know, um, um, Brown versus Board of Education, right, desegregated right. American schools, and then becoming a Supreme Court justice, um, he is smiling. Lester Perry is smiling in much of it, and he has that spirit that Muhammad Ali has, which is like, He's a winner no matter what. And that is an incredible thing to possess uh, on stage. And so Javita went to production. see that show. Yeah, she saw that show and just loved it, raved a, about it. And oh, Rohan, you know how much we love you, man. I'm so glad that you're back. I hope you'll be back next week. And just know we'll talk about The Tempest uh, the next time we get together. Thank you so much Absolutely. for giving us this breaking news. <laughs> Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. All right, that is Rohan Preston with the Star Tribune. We'll be back in a moment with our final guest. It is now 9.53 here at WCCO. I'm so sorry getting late to my guest. Austin Van is her name. 
so talented, producing artistic director for Yellowstone, as well as New Dawn. I am so happy to have you join us tonight. How are you? I'm wonderful, Geraldine. It's so great to hear your voice. Oh, it's great to hear yours. I am just thrilled that Yellow Tree is still going strong, and so is New Dawn. There is a lot in your life. You have a lot of stuff that you're doing and doing it successfully. So congratulations. I want to talk about mm-hmm. Yellow Tree first because, of course, um, they mentioned the four shows that are um, for the season. So Sherwood, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Okay, I decided not to talk about that. Another Miracle on Christmas Lake. Yep. In the Next Room or The Vibrator Play. Can we talk mm-hmm. about it? We can talk about it a little bit. We had to postpone that. That was, I think that would have actually been closing by now. That would have been closing. So we, right. because of COVID, we had to move it. So it'll be, we'll start rehearsal for that May 10th. And it really is about, um, uh, it's electric, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes place at about 1880-something or other. And it's about, uh, uh, um, I would say a feminist point of view and how women can reclaim their power and own their bodies and, 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 and try to navigate love in a time where they had no voice. Right. And Dr. Givings is a character's name has innocently invented an extraordinary new device for treating hysteria in women. I thought that was so well said, so well written, right? Okay. So, you know, this, this opens up on June 2nd through the 26th. Is that correct or no? Yes, yes. In the re- in the next room, we'll open up June second. Okay, yes, June second. Yes, yes, yes. And are we'll tickets opening, already uh, on sale? Uh, tickets are already on sale. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And we'll be doing Passing Strange. We open April eighth. Yes, you open April 8th now. Passing Strange is quite interesting, too. It's cutting-edge rock musical with, uh, which transports us across the dividing lines of place, identity, and conventional theater. Tell us more. Oh, gosh. Well, um, just like Josephine Baker or Baldwin uh, left the country to go find not only themselves, but to find acceptance and love, a young boy uh, who grows up in the 70s and the 80s is looking to find his own place in the world, not being not quite fitting in and the church and not quite fitting in with his friends. He goes to Europe and, you know, he has all these ex escapades um and he actually is looking for the real whatever that is he thinks it's music for sure but he finds out what it really really is but it really is about identity self-discovery acceptance um uh it's a very very beautiful story and finding your family and what that really really is but Mm -hmm. it's all through rock music and we have a great band and a great cast to help tell the story Okay, before I let you go, Josephine Baker, please tell me it hasn't come yet. It has not opened It yet. has not come yet. Oh, thank goodness. Yet. Once upon a time, I'm still working on it, um, and i gotta, I got to produce it before I get too old, right? So, um, <laughs> but I'm still telling her story and still, you know, uh, cultivating it and, and actually nurturing this piece. But I'll have some more uh, commercials coming out about it, little teasers coming out about yeah. it soon. Yeah, I watched the the commercials over and over because I wanted to see how you um, really like it was like you were a part of her in the commercial. I was like, that's awesome. Not many people can play that role. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so people, if you want to see Passing Strange or you want to see In the Next Room, I want to see that. I have to see it. Another Miracle on Christmas Lake as well as Sherwood, The Adventures of Robin Hood. That is all for the season. Um, Austin Van is joining us, producing artistic director at Yellowstone. 
on. And of course, you can find some of these same shows and make sure I'm correct on this. You can see some of these at um, New Dawn or no? New Dawn has a whole nother uh, set. New- yeah, New Dawn Theater, we're co-producing with Yellow Tree. So okay. Yellow Tree, I'm, I'm, I'm artistic director of both, <laughs> but New Dawn actually has a different mission. So we will co-produce one show a year with the theater, and we're doing it with Yellow Tree this year. Well, I cannot wait to come and see <laughs> the last two shows I mentioned, but it's so great to, to hear your voice. And if people want more information, where do they go? Yellow Tree Theater, theater with an R-E dot com. Yellow Tree Theater with an R-E dot com. It's always a pleasure, Austin. I wish we had more time. There's so much more to talk Me about, too. especially Will Smith tonight. Did you hear about Will Smith? Oh. What, 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 what? Oh, oh, okay. look it up. Look it up. Okay, we got to go, honey. Love you. <laughs> okay, love you too. All right, everyone. Coming up next, Jonathan and I. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.